Hey guys, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Life from the perspective of a military family member is way different than a civilian standpoint. Military children and family members give up their hopes and dreams to be able to stand by and support their service member, and it isn't an easy lifestyle for anyone to live. I hope that this podcast is able to help connect the military community and give others just a glimpse into what the military life is like from the perspective of spouses and children. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to today's episode of Grace of a Military Child in Life. Today, I'm here with Abigail, who is a military spouse. So Abigail, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing good. Good. So tell me what it's like for you being part of a military family and, you know, some of the experiences you've had. Well, so far, my husband has been in for um, almost five years now. And We've really enjoyed it, but we haven't um, done as much as like a normal military family. Um, he is in the Air Force, so he went to BMC at Lackland, and, and then he had his tech school there. Um, and then after that, he got stationed at Lackland. So we have been here at the same base for the past five <laughs> years. So, <laughs> I will say Lackland's nice. We self. haven't gotten the move. San Antonio. Yes. I love San Antonio. Yes, there's so much to do here. So it's been really <laughs> nice. I don't like to let the uh, summers though, but yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> we lived um, at Fort Sam for three years. So oh, cool. just, just a little bit yeah, away. Um, but yeah, my dad mm-hmm. used to go to the hospital at Lackland a lot too. Um, BAMC mm-hmm. now called SAMC. It's, it was his main hospital, but then uh, we did go to Lackland. He had like eye surgery in there and stuff. So some things needed to be done at Lackland. So I do mm-hmm. remember going there quite a bit. Um, but that's awesome. What do you like about San Antonio? Well, I love the base here and just like the community and all. Um, we used to live on base, but then we moved off. Um, but I love just how close like everybody is to each other. So it's really nice have good community and nice friends so yeah san antonio i mean it's joint based san antonio so it'll be nice to have that that community military we've we've met all sorts of different people yeah Mm -hmm. there's like the two air force bases there uh with randolph and then the army base and you've literally got everyone there that's incredible Mm mm-hmm yeah, I'm sure having yeah. that military community, because it's literally military USA there, you know, they say it like that for a reason, mm-hmm. but having that military community will make, you know, a challenging time like that deployment so much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, my husband's deploying for the first time. Uh, he's actually leaving in about a week, so I, I'm kind of nervous, but I have friends that, you know, have just been through the same thing. So it's nice having people that I can relate to, you know? Um, Yeah. So I think that'll help a lot. Yeah. I love, you know, the military community. They say military family and it's, it's for a reason. It's so true because once you get connected with people, it's literally, you have your, your actual family, your blood family. And then you literally get mm-hmm. a whole new family once you join the military family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really neat. Yeah. It's it's crazy, you know, me having grown up in it, you know, I kind of have experienced it my whole life. And 
you know, there's people that, you know, have written me letters, but I've never like actually met before unless I was an infant. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they still, their family, like, you know, they were my uncles. My dad was, mm-hmm. you know, serving with them. So they're literally my uncles mm-hmm. and I've, I haven't met them, you know, technically. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. you know, the military family, the military community, it's so special and so important. And I'm sure like mm-hmm. you have little ones, you know, growing up. It's a tough lifestyle to grow up in, but it's so rewarding. Yeah, um, we have three. Uh, My oldest is about to turn four. They're all like very little. Yeah. close in age. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, it's neat because uh, like when we're on on base, my daughter, she'll see other men in like uniforms and she'll go, it's daddy. Like, No, that's not daddy. <laughs> she sees the, the uniform and think, well, they do, like, because yeah. you know, you have to fit in regulations. So everyone dresses yeah. the same, looks the same, basically. Everyone mm-hmm. kind of has that same military personality too. You've got a little, you've got complete mm-hmm. opposite ends, uh, but everyone kind of has the same sort of vibe going on. So I'm sure at such a young mm-hmm. age, it's easy to get mixed up. <laughs> Yeah, we got her a little uh, a little uniform, and she looks so cute in it. Oh, that's so sweet! No, I I always go, you know, into uh, clothing and sales, and I see those little uniforms and like the little infant, um, Mm -hmm. like just camouflage stuff, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so cute! (laughs) I love it. Yeah, I that's some of the perks of being military. I I love the camo, everything so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's me too. So I uh, when I was little, I always said I wanted to marry someone in the military, or I wanted to be in the military, either one. And uh, <laughs> it happened. So, <laughs> yeah. Why did you like? Was it just something about it that you were just so drawn to? I loved how. I loved how like. Er- they're so patriotic and like the, just the fact that people were willing to like serve others and serve their country and you know, be willing to do that for other people. I think that's what I liked the most about it was yeah. just, I, I couldn't imagine like leaving your family, leaving where you grew up to, you know, serve your country and all. I just thought it was very special. Yeah. Yeah. So, it takes a special person to be a service member, but not only be a service member, but to also be a spouse. Um, Cause you know, as kids, we kind of just are thrown into it. We don't get that choice. We grow up mm-hmm. in it. Um, but as a spouse, you have more, you have more of a decision, you know, um, whether you want to be part of the lifestyle or not. Mm-hmm. And so it takes a very special person to be part of it. And, you know, a lot, unfortunately, so many military marriages end up failing because of how taxing the lifestyle is. Yeah. But it takes a special, you know, person to to stand by the service member's side and support them throughout their career, whether mm-hmm. that be a short military tenure or, you know, 20 plus years. Um, it takes it really takes a special person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I think that's one reason why I always like I really looked up 
to uh, military families and all. I just thought it was very neat. Yeah. Um, Did you have someone in your family who was military? Been, no. Well, I have a great uncle. He was Air Force. Um, okay. But I don't know him that well. Yeah. Other than that, we weren't around it much. So. Just like seeing it in on um, news and stuff and hearing about it and that's so special. Yeah. yeah. So uh what kind of like you know, you've only lived in Lack like in the area of Lackland. Like how has that impacted you? Are you like ready to move? Are you ready? Are you done with Texas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with the heat. I do not like the summers, but <laughs> Yes, I don't blame we you. We found a really good church. Uh, we found a really good church family here and there's lots of military also. So I I went to stay just because of all the friends that I've made. Um, I really don't want to leave, but then again, it it would be nice to have a change. Yeah. So I'm like kind of on the fence about it. (laughs) (laughs) Texas is so when we moved from Texas to Florida, it was such a hard change because we all loved it there so much, but we knew we had to to move on. I struggled for three years. I was like, why did we leave Texas? I just want to move back to Texas. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I love San Antonio. I love the culture. Fiesta week is my favorite. Um, but yeah, it. I, I can see where the heat gets it. Um, we're in Florida, like I said, <laughs> and the Florida heat. I, I don't know which I, I'd rather have the Texas heat. Because it's dry heat, it's not as humid. We're here, it's just sticky and uh-huh. terrible. So oof, oof, I don't like that. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no, Texas, and it's military USA, and uh, we found a really good church when we lived there too. We went to Community Bible Church, so um, you know, just the community really in Texas, the people there, you know. They say Texas has mm-hmm. has something about it that is indescribable, and it's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love it here. I'm glad that my daughters, all three of them, were born here in Aww. Texas. They were actually born at Dancy. So. Oh, really? Well, the oldest two were. The youngest <laughs> one, I had a home, home birth, but the oldest two were born on base. We loved... Um, my dad spent a little while in the hospital in, in Bamsi, which is one reason why we ended up going to Texas. Um, he was injured in Afghanistan, but we always loved going in the elevators and walking around the hospital and stuff and hearing the, the every the oh. little sound when the babies are born. It's the sweetest thing ever. No, we always love that because, you know, we're, you know, in the hospital, like, you know, there's so much going on. All these guys are coming back injured and severely wounded and stuff. And so hearing just, you know, like mm-hmm. the little glimmer of hope more or less when a baby is born and yeah, uh, it's so heartwarming. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, that's so special to say that they were born there. I love that. Mm-hmm. What kind of things are you looking forward to? You know, you said you're you've been part of the military life for about five years now. Um, you know, and you said you have a deployment coming up. So obviously that's hard. But what kind of things are you looking forward to coming up? I am looking forward to him getting back. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. 
he went to uh, El Paso for training. Mm-hmm. And um, during COVID, he went to Guam and El Paso for training. Wow. Um, but he ended up not getting deployed because of COVID. But um, so I like, I don't like saying goodbye at the airport, but I love it when he gets back and just yeah. getting to hug him again for the first time. And that's really special. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, the homecoming. <laughs> um, and then he's planning on. Switch, uh, switching careers, so that'll be ni- nice because uh, he does security forces right now, and the schedule is pretty rough. Um, we're kind of hoping he can get a different job with a better schedule. Yeah. So that's awesome. You know, there's so many fun things like, you know, the challenging of trainings and deployments, and you know, long, long term things. And you never know what what will come up, what happens. But, you know, there's so many things. Like I said, military life is so rewarding and being a child in it. And then, you know, I've seen a little bit from the significant other side of it. It's such a rewarding lifestyle that, you know, you just have to take it day by day some days, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. There's the like rough patches, but like in the big picture, like I, I I do love it. So yeah, and hopefully one day you'll get to move to a different climate at least. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, something better than this. Eventually, in Texas. I'd love to visit. Yes, I'd love to visit like Alaska or Montana, like mountains and cold and snow. <laughs> I know, and people, you know, I grew up in Cleveland, and so. Um, then I've lived in the South since I was like nine and a half, ten years old. I've lived in the mm-hmm. South and everyone's like, you don't miss the snow, do you? And I was like, no, actually I do miss the snow. <laughs> as weird as it is to say, like, I actually do. <laughs> I miss the snow. Um, and I love, you know, I just went to Seattle not too long ago and I loved seeing the mountains. Alaska's gorgeous. We did a cruise, um a couple years a few years back like nine years back now um it's so gorgeous and I love that the military life can just instill that uh like a little bit of wanderlust in you and you know just traveler at heart you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've always loved traveling um which is funny because you know we've been stuck here in this one place (laughs) we've never done any traveling um I always love going on road trips with my family. Um, I've never, I've never ridden on a plane before, so I'd love oh to be able gosh. to experience that at some point. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, it's a totally different way of traveling rather than a road trip. Mm-hmm. I love that. What I think it's funny though that he's he's been in for this long, and uh, we just haven't gone gone anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, because normally it's like every two, between two and four years, you're like packing up the boxes and moving away. It's very rare to stay in mm-hmm. in one location for so long. Um, but it's special yeah. when you when you are able to stay there for so long because you kind of see the the transitions of the other families coming through and things like that too. So there mm-hmm. there's pros and cons. Um, at least you're in San Antonio rather than like you know, the middle of nowhere, you know, it could be a much worse base. Yeah. Um, yeah. But hopefully you'll be able to go somewhere and explore. 
another area of this country. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd love to move back closer to where all of our family is. Yeah. Because um, we only get to see them maybe once every two years or once a year. So it would be nice to get to see them more often. Yeah. There's so many like you when you join the military, when you marry in the military, that's one of the hardest things is leaving family and leaving that, you know, in a sense, old life behind. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's fun to to go back and visit and things like that. But it does. It still makes it hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, uh, when we first got married, um, he had to be back like within that week. Mm-hmm. So we got married, and then the day after, we had to drive down to Texas, and that was very hard because I I really re- missed my family. Yeah, I love being married, but I really missed them at first. Yeah, it's definitely it's a hard transition. <laughs> exactly, it's a hard transition. It's hard trying to you know go to a new area and be like, I don't know anyone here, like you know, let me try to make myself at home where it's not home and, uh, you know, figure all that out. Cause yeah. like military kids, we say, we don't, we don't have a home, you know, <laughs> we've moved around. We're like, we don't have a home. Um, <laughs> that's the hardest question. If you ever ask a military mm-hmm. child, say, where's home? And they're going to be like, oh, I don't know. Like I was born in Cleveland. I spent three years in Texas from like nine, yeah. nine to 12. I was in Texas And then, you know, my teenage and young adult years were in Florida. So I'm like, they each hold a special place uh, in my heart. So it's like, I can't choose one or the other. And then if I choose one, if I choose Texas and it's like, Mm -hmm. but Ohio just feels like home and Florida, I spent so long in and it's hard to pick a home. So, but as a spouse coming into it, you have Mm -hmm. a home that you're leaving behind and family and everything that it's so hard mm-hmm. yeah but I am excited for my girls to get to grow up like this and with military um, they do have a very close relationship with like their grandparents um, we video chat a lot and uh, I think I think they will do very well growing up yeah technology in, has in advanced home. so much mm-hmm yeah. Yeah, it's really nice getting to uh video chat with them. Yeah, I you know, when I was growing up in it, you know, we didn't have video chat. We still did pen pals, which was so fun too. And like people still do oh. pen pals. There's nothing wrong with pen pals. Um uh-huh. but military kids are just so resilient and you know, military families as a whole are so resilient and so so strong and you know, it's incredible to see and, you know, to having grown up in it and then, you know, seeing it from a different perspective as a young adult now, it's incredible. How did, um, how did you do when like your dad deployed and stuff? Like, how was that? It was hard. It was really and hard. Like, I was nine. Kids perspective. Yeah. I, it, it's hard. I was, Aww. I was so young that it was just, It was hard. And I'm a daddy's girl. So I was like so attached to him. Like I I literally cried for a week. Uh It was really hard for me. But um, 
we did little fun things mm-hmm. before he left. And one thing that we did, and I still have it to this day, we got went to Build-A-Bear and um, we got little voice boxes with his voice in it. Um, so mine said, Aww. I love you, Gracie. Uh-huh. Um, and so many families do it too. Like, so it's not uncommon and unheard of, but you just put a little voice box in of, you know, dad saying something or, you know, if it's uh, my mom who serves, you know, mom or dad saying something um, in the little voice box, put it in the bear. And then when you need something, you can just like, you know, press Aww. a little thing. Um, so, yeah, that was really special. We did things uh-huh. to make it easier. I love journaling. Um, obviously your girls are not old enough to journal yet. Um, but I love journaling. And so I would, we got little notebooks and we decorated them and we wrote letters to dad. Um, I probably wrote letters like almost every night. Um, but so we like write letters to dad and we had the build a bear and then we did, um, it was supposed to be a 400 day deployment. And so one night we counted out, I have one younger sister, so we counted out 800 Hershey kisses so that we each had a Hershey kiss every night and it was like a kiss from dad. So there's ways to make it fun. That's so sweet. That it's fun, but (laughs) um, we tried to make it fun and and to do things like little things like that. So it made it, it made it tolerable. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you've still got time, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's coming up like way too fast. He's already like getting his gear out and packing. And I think I, it didn't quite hit me like how soon he was leaving till he started getting his gear and like packing all of his uniforms. Like there's uniforms all over the house and it's just yeah hitting me like, wow, like this is getting really close. <laughs> Yeah, it's really a challenge. And, um, you know, I cannot imagine doing it with three little ones all all under the age of four, <laughs> you know, four and under. Um, so kudos <laughs> yeah. to you. But I know it's every everything is so different. But, um, you know, military families are so strong and resilient that, you know, you get through it. You find out, fi- figure out how to get through it, no matter what the case is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, they uh, they uh, they said it's going to be a four month deployment instead of six months. So I'm I'm hoping it stays that way. <laughs> yeah, the It'll shorter be the better. Short. <laughs> exactly, because you yes, <laughs> you get four months, and you're like, all right, four months is going to go by, and it does go by really fast. Um, but then it's like, okay, don't mm-hmm. extend, don't extend, don't, you know. So the last thing, like I always ask on the podcasts, um, but what is one piece of advice you would give to another military spouse? I think on this. <laughs> I know There's it's hard so to just much. give one. Like <laughs> you could summarize. What would you say to another military spouse? I say it it is hard it's a hard life but it's so worth it um just I love I love getting to help serve serve alongside my husband um even though I'm not I'm not getting deployed I'm not you know the one wearing the uniform and stuff but 
I like getting to help support him and I, I feel like I am helping in a way. Um, I'm helping raise his kids while he's gone and it's hard, but in the end, like it's, it's all worth it. Yeah, no, it's so worth it. And, you know, it's so rewarding. It's so challenging, but rewarding at the same time. And it's an incredible lifestyle and there's so much, so much positive about it, even though it's Mm -hmm. hard, it makes it all worth it. I like how, um, they get leave days because, like, growing up, my dad didn't get much time off. Yeah. Um, and even though, like, their militaries and military trips, like, TDYs, deployments and stuff, um, he actually gets to be home quite often um, with all the leave days he gets saved up. So we do get lots of time with him, which is really nice. Yeah. So, you know, those hard, long days with long hours and... You know, when it's like, oh my gosh, can you just come home, you know? Yes. (laughs) You get you get a good amount of leave with it. So it does it does add Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Abigail, for being on the podcast and sharing what it's like for you being a military spouse and the good, the bad, and everything in between. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Make sure to set a reminder for every Tuesday to listen to a new episode. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Grace of a Military Child and Life. If you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, send a message to one of our social media platforms or email grace.of.a.military.child at gmail.com. See you next week.